Episode 23. Let's hit the road. Welcome to Radio War Stories. In every episode, hosts Dave Jagger and Don Nelson reach into their arsenal of decades of radio experience to entertain you with their most amusing, enthralling, and interesting stories. Suit up and get ready for today's episode. I love phone interviews, don't you? Yeah, they are a lot of fun yeah, once you fun. figure out how to work those phones. Well, it, it's easier on our brains. We don't have to come up with as many stories, too, Don. That's true. We just sit back and, and let guys like Phil Robbins? Yeah. yeah. Phil freaking Ooh. Robbins is on the line with us, and Phil is my no old buddy. Way. Yeah, we've talked about Phil and talked with Phil. Well, not with you. Now we do. Uh, how are you today, buddy? Man, I'm wonderful. I'm great. How are you guys? Good. How long have you been retired now? Don Don said, what did we do wrong? Phil's... Um, gosh. You know, I've been retired for a long time. I honestly don't remember how long it's been. Uh, but um, I will say this. I got out of radio in 1991. So I was probably in Yikes. like 20, 20, 21 years. And since that time, of course, I went to... Uh, I became a Texas State Park Ranger. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, and then got out of that. So yeah, now I just kind of kick back at home and and uh, mind whatever Mama says, you know. <laughs> well, we have something in common because my last year in radio was also 1991. And, oh, really? Yeah. And from there, I decided to do a little bit of real estate, and that's like being a little bit pregnant, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Are you mm-hmm. right? so, True. Yeah, did True that, that for, yeah, for yeah. a long time. <laughs> Then came over to Dallas to, to fully retire one more time, and that didn't last too long. So, yep. When it ended up at uh, the Apple Store at Willow Bend, and that's where Don and I met when I moved back to uh, Texas. And, and uh, where did wow. you and Phil meet? Phil and I met. He went to Jefferson High School in San Antonio, which was huge school. But I was over on the uh, northwest northeast side. Uh, so we went to separate high schools, but uh, Phil was a year ahead of me, and we met in at San Antonio College. Ah, okay. Yeah. That's right. And mm-hmm. uh, yep. Phil yep. was there with his long hair, smoking a cigarette, standing right outside yep. the studio. Wait now. You know? He was smoking a cigarette? Oh, yeah. I can't believe that. I know. You know? It, it's, yeah. it's I know. <laughs> embarrassing as hell, but we all smoked back then, didn't I, we? I just have to stop for a half second here, yeah. because in my senior year at high school, we had a Latin teacher who was nearsighted. And we all hated Latin in the worst way. And we had great big windows in those days because there was no air conditioning. So we would go into the Latin class, uh, check in, climb out the window, go around the corner, sit in the parking lot and smoke cigarettes until it was time to come back in and tell our Latin teacher, thank you, ma'am, nice class today. That couldn't have helped your grades at the end of that that test time, though, huh? Oh, my God, that's great. Sneaking out and smoking, having a smoke in the parking lot with your buddies. Oh, my goodness. Well, yeah, he was standing up there the very first day I went to my uh, radio courses and Phil was up there, and we became buddies, and uh, kind of a long story. Here we are, you know, 40-something, 50-something years later. Well, the one thing I've noticed about Dave from day one is is how much he reminds me of Peter Fonda. And I heard a story about a couple of easy riders. Here we go. (laughs) Oh, no. Tell me about the motorcycles. Oh my God! I don't know what part you want to. <laughs> I don't know. Oh man, it's a family well, show. It 
Yeah, it is. I remember I'll, we I'll thought a good a good market to start in would be uh, Corpus Christi. So right. that was our destination initially was Corpus Christi, right, Phil? So you can pick it up there. I barely remember yeah, so the road did. trip as much as I remember going well, to I, the radio stations. I vaguely remember it. Um, <laughs> I know that we uh, it was very uncomfortable going that distance, you know. But um, I think that on our way back from Corpus, well, we went to Corpus. We... Uh, I think we both applied, didn't we, Dave? Well, we looked uh, at, at the. Yeah, uh, we did. We both applied because we knew that we knew the uh, somehow knew the PD. I don't know how, but we did. Right, right. Um, and then from there, we headed back up. We stopped in Beeville, Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember the call letters. They didn't have anything, which we didn't really care about anyway. But they yeah. said, "Have you tried uh, Victoria?" And at that particular time i didn't even know where victoria was i I still uh, don't (laughs) yeah (laughs) i don't either oh wait a minute i'm I'm in wait a minute you live there anyway yeah so uh yeah we made that trip to victoria it was about uh an hour from beville and um and uh went into kvic radio and i i uh i applied I guess, Dave, you applied well, we too. We both probably. went in at the same time. Uh, that, one <laughs> right. guy got the job. The other one got the... Uh, the yeah, yes, got, but, got that crappy AC station that it, I walked in and they said, yes, we'll hire you. I didn't even ask for the job. They just gave me one. But yeah, Phil got the, the nighttime gig because uh, the night guy was even in going to Waco, as I recall. And, and Phil got That's that right, job. yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, it was about, it was about two, two weeks later, I think, I got the call. Uh, asking the, asking if I was still available and uh, so on and so on and they said that the guy was uh, the night guy was going to Waco and uh, the job's open if I want it so uh, yeah and we so. were a daytimer too at this time Don we it was yeah. five a.m. to midnight with that first hour mm-hmm. being Hispanic got it well we had Polish for our first hour so. <laughs> Dif- different strokes different folks different different, different language right. <laughs> But yeah, I do remember that trip so well, and uh, I remember uh, just walking into KTXN and uh, mm-hmm. asking for a job. Your parents moved you down. I moved a bunch of my crap down later on. And we found this really dingy little place to to, to yeah. board up together, and, uh, uh, and you say the place is still there. I'm stunned, uh, but because it uh, was dingy enough yeah. when we lived there. Uh, so, yeah. And now, Phil, your favorite story, because you said you wanted oh. to tell this one, is the one on Fiesta Week now. Tell Don okay. what Fiesta Week in San Antonio is all about. Well, if you don't know what Fiesta Week is, and I don't know what to tell you, because this uh, he's is not the greatest a thing in the world. Uh, yeah, okay, well. Yeah. Uh, does it involve drinking? Lots of it. All right. Yeah, I, heavily, I, I, heavily. I understand. Right. Okay. No, the Fiesta there in San Antonio, it's, it's in spring, early spring, and uh, I mean, it's just a, a big, big deal. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. But uh, we wanted to go down to Fiesta, some of the activities and things, and Dave had this great car uh, by the by the name of Gunga. I don't remember the, <laughs> what kind of, what was it? Dave? 1948 Buick. That tells you a lot. You remember, Phil, um, it had no left front uh, left front brake, the left front wheel. The wheels were on it, but the brake was not working, so it was an automatic right turn as soon as you hit the brake. 
and uh, wow. the windshields were broken as well, and uh, <laughs> which is why I initially so, got pulled over. Go ahead. Yeah. So, so we headed out, but uh, somewhere along the way, I, I don't know whether we started out this way or halfway there or whatever, but the spring on the accelerator broke. <laughs> so, uh, I ended up down on the floor. <laughs> Manually, you know, pushing on the accelerator when he when he'd say, "All right, let's go, accelerate," and here we go. Faster. And it was a three okay. on the tree too, so I had to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and and we did it somehow. I think we even got into a parking garage. Didn't well, you? that was our parking garage. We were actually headed to work that day, and we had to make a we had to make a, a kind of a detour around where the big parade was on that particular Friday or whatever. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, and so okay. that's why we went to the parking ramp. Now, I'm sitting yeah. at an angle with my foot on the brake in the parking ramp, reaching over to open up the gate, and I said, and Phil, <laughs> Phil had a tie on. He was really dressed up nicely. On the floor. Yeah, yeah on the, the floorboards, <laughs> and waiting, to, and it was hot. Oh, my God, it was, you know, yeah, it was well, hot as hell. And, and Incredible. Uh, so... <laughs> Go ahead, Phil. I won't say anything. I don't know. No, no, I don't know what you're. Well, I'll just say, all right, Phil. I accelerate as soon as I, uh, as soon as I tell you to, and I'm going to release the clutch because we're going to go up the ramp because it was at an angle, and <laughs> so I said, all right, here we go, three, two, one, and without even thinking about it, Don, I just stomped on the accelerator and Phil's and his, hand. And yeah. Phil's hand. <laughs> and. I'm not, I'm not going to tell you what I said, but you can imagine. <laughs> so when we got through for the day and we went back to go home, and I'm thinking, oh, great, we're going to have to do some kind of, I'm not getting on the floorboards again, Dave. I'm not doing that again, man. I said, all right, let me figure this out. So I lift up the hood on the car. Phil is standing there. and you look like he can fix it. I said, oh, man. I said, the spring just came loose. So I put the spring back on the accelerator to the carburetor, and everything was fine. And, man, uh, Phil had some choice words. <laughs> I certainly did. And, you know, a lot of that is, you know, in my memory banks, uh, as you can imagine why. That's why I said, go ahead and tell some of that story, because uh, I honestly had forgotten about parts of that. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, that one, uh, that one I hung on to for quite a while. I, if it hadn't been a, a stinking ramp, a, a, an upward ramp to get into the parking ramp, it would have been fine. It would have been okay, but no, I had to crush Phil's fingers in a minute. <laughs> Phil, you know, uh, well, you... Dave and I got the idea for this podcast uh, uh, at, at uh, a little establishment down the street uh, that has half-price martinis, half-price oysters, and, oh, and half-price mm-hmm. burgers, and half-price cheeseburgers. Oh. And that became kind of a Friday night regular, and it's amazing how much easier these stories flowed after we'd been there for an hour or so. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I can relate. Yeah. I can relate because uh, uh, nightly, uh, I talked to uh, another good friend of ours named Gary Steele. He lives in Houston. He worked with us at KVIC here in Victoria, and he was also at SAC, San Antonio College, and he was also my neighbor, right, right around the corner. And so we all kind of got into radio around the same time. But we still talk 
uh, nightly. Um, and then uh, about once a week or so, we days on the line and um, talk some more. Yeah. About music or some of the memories or, hey, do you remember when we did blah, blah, blah. Well, but I will tell you, uh, I know what you're talking about because it's late in the evening. We've all had a few little sips, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just a one or two okay. sip or two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just yeah. one sip or two every, every five minutes. And, you know, <laughs> so we really feel good. Really. And the conversation's great. It's so good. We still have difficulty, just like you do, Don, of trying to remember the timeline for a lot of things. Uh-huh. See, I Gosh, yes. You yes. did this, and I, no, I think you were over here when that, you know, one of those kind of things. And now we've, we've made up kind of a really cool game to where we just throw out, uh, each one of us will have a long list of song titles, and you have to guess who the artist is. Now, most of us will remember the songs because the, the lyrics and everything are in our heads, but we have a tendency to forget the stinking artist. So we do that to test ourselves and to keep our, you know, our mental capacity at work a little yeah. harder so we don't, you know, lose any brain cells. That, that's an exactly. interesting way to do it. Yeah. I, I work yeah. crossword puzzles. <laughs> See, same thing. <laughs> words is words. Sure. That's right. <laughs> or words matters. Words. words matters. Phil could have had opportunities to move on. You did. You went to one or two other places during your radio career, but... Uh, you really worked at a lot of radio stations, brand new stations, and put new stations on the air. How many new signals did you launch down there with your buddy, uh, Doug um, Well, it wasn't all with Doug, but uh, most of them were. I'm going to say three. Okay. Um, uh, he put on uh, 93, and uh, I joined him there, and we, well, let me back up. It was supposed to go on the air in August, or actually earlier than that, I think about May of 95. And, um, you know... You had to put the sticks up and everything, right? Yeah, the antenna, they had to get the antenna going. Um, But, so much rain that they couldn't get out there and do it. But, uh, it started from ground one. I mean, we were in a suite on the third floor of a bank building here in Victoria, and, uh, it was nothing there. So, yeah, we literally saw the walls go up and everything. But what I was going to say, it did, it wasn't until August that they got the antenna up. Grief. By that, by that time, Doug and his wife, they had a Caribbean cruise planned, and she wasn't going to hear of, uh-uh, we're not canceling <laughs> this thing. No. So, he says, basically, myself and the sales manager that he had hired and the in- chief engineer and he said uh, good luck get it on the air guys and that was it yeah that was that literally was it but it was a satellite music network station you know uh, satellite music network at the time was mm-hmm. Dallas I know it's not around anymore but uh, I assume but uh, it was good so it was like the first first thing in Victoria it was kind of new you know what I mean Everything else it was live, so yeah. we had that was as a new one. And then I think after that, um, after he sold that station, uh, some guys, a couple of guys from Corpus Christi uh, that had uh, been with C101 in Corpus Christi, uh, bought it, bought the station, and said, um, I stayed on. They wanted me to do uh, classic rock, which I'd never worked classic rock, but hey, you know, I grew up with all those songs, so what the hell? Yeah. You know, it was easy. So we did that, went back to live again, 
and um, did that for two, maybe three years, and then... Uh, now, didn't you have a problem with the antenna on that? Wasn't there, like, rain, and it was sinking, yes. or they couldn't put the antenna up or something, and uh, or the, the supporting tower? Uh, how long did that go on? Because you would have been able to get on the air earlier, correct? Yeah, in May. It was scheduled for May, and everything was on target, but then when those rains hit, you know, uh, down in the old cornfield, uh, mm-hmm. it... Um, yeah, they, it, it took another couple of months for him to dry it out and they could get that thing up. I will tell you this, though. He wanted to, uh, uh, you know, we had to beam it from the studio here in town. Right. And it was actually licensed to uh, Calhoun County, Port Lavaca, Texas. So we had to beam that down that way, right, with right. an STL. Well, he asked the engineer, get me the cheapest one you can. <laughs> okay. Of and so. Of course. Well. The cheapest wasn't cheap enough for Doug, so he found one, a second-hand one or whatever, and he asked the engineer, he says, will this work? And he goes, yep, it might reach it. Well, make it make it reach. So he got the damn thing, he put it up there, and it reached. Unless you had a foggy day, <laughs> and, then all, and then all of a sudden... It's not reaching. <laughs> the signal is fading. <laughs> the signal is literally faded out. Oh my and this is an honest, this is an honest story. Um, I had a, on the board. I usually monitored, you know, the air. Yeah, off the air, right? Of just, you know, that's sure. what everybody would do. Right. So uh, I don't know. I had some song going, or uh, you know, and I uh, had to go to the restroom. The restrooms were out of the suite and down around the hall there on the third floor. <laughs> Now, is so this Stairway to Heaven or, or Marty Robbins? Uh, in the in in No, I, yeah. it, it probably was Stairway to Heaven. No, it was a short trip. So anyway, I, I went down there, came back. When I came into the studio, there was a Madonna song playing. I'm like, what the? And I'm looking around, you know, and I'm like, we don't even have Madonna in here. What is wrong? And then I realized, oh, no, I'm picking up. This station in like Colleen, I think, or <laughs> so, somewhere. <laughs> the microwave was I, grabbing somebody else's signal and it say, was say, bleeding say, yep. over your. Either yep. that or it was just overpowering no signal at all on your frequency. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. See, now Don was smart. When he bought his radio stations, he made sure they were already operational. <laughs> they had antennas and microwaves Good. and things working Good. well. Right? Sometimes yeah, the towers were a little taller than they should have been. Oh, but, man, that uh, was a great know. story. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yeah. But I, the third station that or if you were talking about the radio stations, that was the, the, set, the, the two when I did the classic rock. You started that one. And yeah. then the third one, I went back. Doug started, well, he bought an old AM station, KNAL, which was an old old-timey country western i mean they played the old standards and he bought that thing and he wanted to put an fm on which he was in the process of doing so he uh hired me again mm-hmm. uh and and i and i said only if you'll keep this one don't sell this one and, and, and run you know he said no no this is it this is the last one I said, okay so i came over there and then we did the fm on that one and it was uh it was oldies no, so, did what was you uh, were you doing satellite programming again or what? No, it was uh, live or live assist. It was, it was it was really live assist because we had an automation, but as you know, most mornings uh, it's, it's more live than anything. Oh else, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So 
and that's well, what I was doing. You know, that, that so, anyway, that was it. It's got to be a lot of fun, and I I only put on one new signal my whole career, and that was uh, in Grand Rapids when they when we went across the street after they kicked us to the curb. Uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's always a lot of fun to do that. And, and did you ever put on a? You put on an FM or two, uh, didn't you? Or the, bought close, an FM? the closest I came to putting one on the air, I had absolutely nothing to do with it, yeah. except I was 13 years old, and one of the stockholders in the new uh, daytime radio station KNEA in Jonesboro owned the bus company, uh, Great Southern Coaches, and so they paid me to get on ride the bus up to the next town, get off with bumper stickers and put them all over the town. <laughs> then I'd get back on the bus and go up to the next town. And the bumper stickers, oh I can still God. remember them, September brings K-N-E-A. Oh, wow. So, wow. That, that was heavy stuff for hey. a 13-year-old. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, boy. Well, doing those kind of 13 years old and you're hopping the bus to these towns that were within the... the Signal, right? Yeah, in those days you did it. I yeah. mean, you hitchhiked. You did whatever you wanted to do. You know. I don't feel we were. It was it was it was something in radio. You know, the only thing that, that came close that in my mind to what you're talking about there is uh, I uh, uh, was listening to a local radio station there in San Antonio where I lived, and I was a uh, junior in high school. The station uh, was called KBAT, K B A T, and K O N O and K T S A were the two top forties. And uh, so KBAT switched format to top forty. And I listened to this guy on Saturday night, uh, his awesome voice, and turned out to be just the greatest guy in the world. His name was Ron Houston, and he did a Saturday night show. And I just got a wild hair, and I thought, you know, requests were a big deal back in the mid sixties. So uh, I uh, just called him. And when he finally answered, I asked, uh, you know, basically, can I answer your, your request line for you? Come down and do that. And I told him how I wanted to get into radio and be a DJ and blah, sure. blah, blah. Yeah. And that's what he said. Sure. Come on down. How nice. Well, of course, I, I didn't tell mom that. But uh, when he said sure, then I went and said, guess what I'm going to do? And so <laughs> no, that, it, it more kind like, of started. Guess where you get to drive me. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's true. That's true. That's true. Bless her heart, she was very good about that. But you know what? Uh, he was the nicest guy. Just unbelievable K-Bat guy. K-Bat was a great, and I, fun I, radio station. And it was right next door to, to the junior mm-hmm. college, to San Antonio College. It was just street right. separated them. So, uh, yeah. And that yep. was a 50,000-watt station, too. Blowtorch. Uh, yeah. Big blowtorch. Yeah. Well, yep, that's just yep. a few of the stories. Don, you have something else? I'm sorry. No, go right ahead. I'm just, uh, I'm just having fun listening <laughs> to all this stuff here. The only thing I wanted to point out is you said that uh, Phil's mom had to drive him to the radio station. Mm-hmm. Remember, I grew up in Arkansas, and you could get a driver's license when you were 14. And I lived in a very small town where everybody knew everybody. And on my 13th birthday, my mother, who got totally tired driving me around, took me down to the county clerk. Now, she would never lie about something like my age, but she wanted me to get a driver's license. Yeah, she was tired of hauling you around. We walked into the clerk's (laughs) office, and the clerk said, my, don't they grow up fast. I can't believe Don is 14. And my mother said, yes, they really do grow up fast. (laughs) (laughs) And you got a driver's license at 13. Exactly. Wow. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, that's great. great. Isn't that awesome? Why couldn't that happen to yes. us? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's, that's the truth. Uh, well, Phil, let's see. Today is, uh, I'm not going to say what day it is, but we have a, a conversation with Gary coming up this weekend. So we'll be, uh, I've got my list ready for the weekend. I do, too. Phil, great talking to too. you. As soon as I get my hog, I'm going to be over there, and we'll, <laughs> we'll revisit some towns, all right? <laughs> Let's do it. I'm ready. Anytime, Don. <laughs> Thanks, hey, Phil. And bring oh. Dave. Too. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I think there's room in the back. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, All right. Phil. Thanks for listening to Radio War Stories. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Like us on Facebook at Radio War Stories and call in with your questions or comments here or on Skype. Skype at RadioWarStories.com. We look forward to hearing from you. See you next week.